0: Finley Toyota Studio. It's Cofield and Company. All
1: right, here we go to Tuesday. Cofield and company. As uh, Ari is live in the Finley Toyota Studios. We're out at the Battleborne Broadcast Center. Adam Hill is part of We. It's Cofield. We got a big show on the way, lots of bracket breakdown. We'll get Adam Hill's final four. We got everyone else on the show and their final four. We'll tell you about our contest with prizes worth uh, upwards of $3,000 plus. Big football day. Big football day. Big Raiders day. Uh, A lot of shockers out there, but uh, I will say we told you. We tried to tell you, and uh, you guys all fire back with, uh, you know, the stove off the field doesn't matter. Okay, well, we're going to tell you why it does here in a couple minutes. Uh, No Aaron Rodgers' decision, right? Nothing yet? Well, we don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I still think he could pull the plug. I mean, this was, this was significant uh, a few hours ago with the Jets picking up Alan Lazard.
2: Yeah, because apparently what Aaron Rodgers has done is kind of said, yeah, I'm coming, but let's see what you do for me. Here's a list of guys I want. Here's a, a shopping list, essentially. Uh, it's almost like he's, he's uh, in the kitchen and he's the chef. And he said, all right, I'll, I'll make your dinner. You're going to have to go buy the ingredients. And the Jets apparently have started buying those ingredients. They've gone to the store. They've purchased Alan Lazard. And uh, they're putting the list together of ingredients that Aaron Rodgers needs to uh, decide that he's going to actually make the jump. And I don't know that I'm sure, even though we don't even know if he's talking to anybody, I'm sure Aaron, Alan Lazard wouldn't have made this decision if
1: Aaron Rodgers didn't tell him to go ahead with and do no it. With no Jets quarterback in place? Right. I don't think he would have. I mean, it is good money, but still, I'm sure there were other offers where they actually have an established quarterback at the position.
2: Sure, and he maybe could have got more money elsewhere. We don't know exactly the situation, but it sounds like it's probably a a case where he wouldn't have done this without talking to Aaron Aaron Rodgers. He could have at least waited uh, and and made this decision later. So that that would seem to be the writing on the wall.
1: So we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to see what he does. Uh, Most teams that we thought might be interested in Rodgers have – Moved on. There's a couple of teams I still think that could jump in if this doesn't work out. But we got first four tonight in the NCAA tournament. Uh, That means these four teams will try to play their way into the regular field of 64. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, Southeast Missouri State going out in game one. And then Mississippi State and Pittsburgh will play. Mississippi State lost by 33 in their last game and Pittsburgh lost by 27. So great matchup. Teams coming in
2: on a hot streak, Chris. Yes, we're
1: not playing well, but they they played good teams. I mean, Peaking at the right time. Pittsburgh lost to Duke. A lot of people have Duke making the Final Four. I don't. And Mississippi State got bombed by Alabama. But, you know, here's their second lease on life. Um, Mountain West Conference schedule for the NCAA tournament. We want to remind you, by the way, our bracket contest is up. I heard some national bracket contests being pitched with uh, prizes that were a little lower than ours. We're actually giving away... A first prize of $2,500 in cash presented by the Dollar Loan Center, plus a staycation worth upwards of $1,000 from the uh, South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa. So DLC and South Point stepping up to back our bracket challenge. You go up to LVSportsNetwork.com. Easy. Very easy. Just like every other bracket contest, you pick all the way through to a Final Four. You pick a uh, title matchup and uh, the score in the title matchup as a tiebreaker, and you're in. So over $3,000 in prizes Available in the Lotus Broadcasting Bracket Challenge. So, we need to get a chance to talk to you about the Mountain West getting four teams in. So, the four teams, when they're going to play tomorrow, uh, Nevada will take on Arizona State. Great storylines there. That's a 6-10 start. Thursday, three games. Three games. Utah State against Mizzou. That is early. 10.40 a.m. Pacific time in Sactown. San Diego State taking on Charleston, Charleston now in the CAA. That's always news to me when the schools, you know, (laughs) I'm getting old over the years. I'm like, wait, Colonial Athletic, okay. Dominated Um, the Colonial. They did. Um, 1210 Pacific, that's in Orlando. And then Boise, the fourth team against Northwestern. That will be a 435 start. So pretty much uh, Mountain West Conference concerns all day long. If you're into that stuff, Adam has explained in the past with the whole unit system, as much as UNLV fans hate, uh, or dislike all four of these schools especially the pack it does serve the school a little bit better if there's more money coming into the conference
2: it does but I don't know man even even under circumstances where you don't consider that which obviously you have to cheer for the the, the conference teams that's how it goes um, and I actually found it interesting talking to some of the Gonzaga guys last week kind of unsolicited like we can't we need St Mary's to win their games like we hate them but we need them to win in the tournament. Uh, which was interesting. So I think the, this conference feels the same way. But even if you threw that out, Hurley against Reno, I
1: know. Hurley against Alfred. Yep.
2: Who do you hate more?
1: I know we got into this yesterday. It's and, a tough call. And then Willie comes across with, "Well, it's you know it's in state, so you got to root for him." I'm like, "No, you don't." There's there's one thing I'll root for in this game. I guess I should root against this too. But there's one thing I'll root for in this game is Frankie Collins is a local guy, so I hope he does well. But I'm not. I'm not rooting for Hurley. By the way, I think this is Hurley's last run at Arizona State. He should be a candidate for one of the Big East jobs. Um, he needs to get the hell out of this region, honestly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, as as a basketball fan, I understand all the money thing and the conference things, And but Steve Alford and Bobby Hurley, it's just like pick your poison. You well, can't they, really root for either. Um, yeah, you can't. The ideal out. scenario is Reno wins, but they're – the
2: team just gets so angry at each other they all transfer (laughs) that's the ideal scenario which is
1: a possibility sure last week we were sitting with uh Shannon Kelly who works for Nevada Sportsnet and you were presenting this whole hey beware of what you expect next year because they have no seniors on that Wolfpack team and I'm like yeah they're all back and you're like are they because you're right you never know with Steve Alford teams there could be some discord on the team and guys could move on and that's why this game is such a good setup because Warren Washington and Cambridge are both former pack guys and now they're playing for Arizona State, and it's interesting that both teams squeaked in. Like I'm sure they were, you know, especially the guys leaving Nevada were like, "Oh, I'm going to greener pastures in the Pac-12 NCAA tournament." Like eh, Pac-12 tournament win got them in. Yeah, uh, for sure, and
2: I, I, you know, there's all those, all those stories, and I'm I'm sure they, I'm sure they were not thinking, especially Cambridge of yeah, I'm going I'm to leave and I'm going to have to play my old team in the tournament. Yeah. Like, that that seems wild. Right. How familiar uh, are yeah. Warren Washington and Will Baker with each other, you know, yeah. playing the big spots? Yeah, so, so many different random storylines. And, um, you know, sometimes I think the committee does this on purpose. Sometimes I don't think they do. I don't think they did this in this scenario. No. I don't think they even pay attention to what's happening on the West Coast. So I don't think they even knew. Uh, but it, it turns out being very,
1: very good. FYI, if you're interested in the rest of the Mountain West Conference and postseason basketball – Utah Valley with Trey Woodbury, former Clark guy, former Rebel, taking on New Mexico. That'll be tomorrow. And then the CBI, uh, Southern Illinois, who the Rebels played early in the season, will be taking on San Jose State. That's a Saturday CBI game at 1230. Kind of buried in the a bigger, a bigger slate of games. No, nah, I'll be watching that. Is that the game? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be paying attention to that. I don't care about the NCAA game. So today, you know, we're putting together a rundown like we do every day, and it's like, okay, what's going to happen with the Raiders? So, Big story, big story. All right, we got something developing here, right? Big story. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers is signed away from the Patriots to the Raiders, deal upwards of 11 mil a year. So then the follow story with that is, okay, he had 96 catches last year. It would seem like a duplication of what he does and maybe what Hunter Renfro does. And on top of that, what what are the salaries? We're talking Adams at $30 million. Myers at 11, Renfro's where? Like 13, 14 million? That's three, three receivers for a combined like $53 million? Something's got to break there. Well, you gotta have guys to throw to. But at that price. You're saving a little bit of money at quarterback. You are saving a little bit of money at quarterback, but what happened to spending a lot of money on the defense and the offensive line? Look at 12 draft picks. Like it was a strange, it, it seemed like a strange signing, especially since they're Pretty loaded at the position, so we can get into Renfro. But then coming over the top of that was the fact that the Raiders decided today to move Darren Waller to the Giants. And no one outside the market knows of the stories we talked about a couple of weeks ago before a UFC weekend with John Jones, Chandler Mm Jones' brother, playing, or check, check that, fighting Well, all of a sudden, we had two Raiders weddings going on. Max Crosby had long planned a wedding that weekend. Darren Waller, on very short notice, also, it popped up that he was getting married on that weekend. And we started talking about some of the drama that could emerge. And I know I'm sure there are people who are like, who cares? People care. And there's a history there with Darren Waller, including the former quarterback of the team at a press conference without saying his name throwing Darren Waller under the bus. Didn't say his name, but then went to local reporter and said his name. Allegedly. Well, so right? So we, so we had some drama with Waller already. Then the fact that Waller's hold in, he returns, he can't get healthy. While he's not healthy, he's going to Aces games. Like, okay, that's interesting. So there was a lot of buildup, I think, away from the field. With Waller, that may have precipitated this. And we also know that he he was discussed in possible deals last year in the middle of the season. I should, I should make it the clear, when, when you
2: say he's going to Aces games, he went to an Aces game during a Raiders game. Right. A preseason game. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, when you say he went to an Aces game, I'm sure people are like, so? Who he went cares? to an Aces game. Right. He went, the Aces and the Raiders played at the same time. He went to the
1: Aces game. I don't remember the timing. Was it a bye week? Didn't he also pop up? Didn't they pop up at a World Series game in San Diego? Yeah. And again, I, I know you know he's not in a wheelchair because of a hammy. But all that stuff had to be interesting as the season was unfolding and a rough season. And again, the, the quarterback said, Derek Carr said at a press conference that some people on the team were willing to make the sacrifice while others were not. And now we're here. We thought there was a possibility, especially with the double wedding thing, that that you know, could have pushed it over the edge. Now we're here, and Darren Waller is gone for a third-round pick. Yeah, pick number 100 in the draft for a top-five tight end when he's available.
2: Right, it's a big, it's a big caveat for sure. When he's available, how surprised were you that he got traded? On a scale of one to ten, two. I mean, I've been Raiders, a lot of Raiders fans are at like seven or eight. Yeah, I've been saying for a while. I, I thought he was probably on the block or at least available if if somebody made a big now. I'm a little bit surprised that it was almost nothing. Now, when you put everything together, you realize why. But I I felt like they were just kind of dangling him out there and like, hey, if somebody, when somebody needs somebody, they're going to really come and blow us away with an offer and he's available. It seems like now it was just like, well, we're just getting rid of him. And, and I do think a lot of the situations that you're talking about came into play. Uh, I, I think maybe it was, you know, there's been some things thrown out by other media people today of exactly why this
1: happened. Um, I don't know if that's the case, I, and I don't. Are you I'll, talking I'll about this. what? Are you talking about Taffer? Yeah, Vic Tafer said that. What did was Waller, Waller and Plum mad at Josh McDaniels for leaking it before they got to announce it? He slipped at the yeah. combine, or well before the combine and mentioned it, right? Because because you would you came in that Monday and said there was a big Raiders event that was going to have a lot of the Raiders brass coming back early from the Combine, I didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Then I think you were talking about Crosby. Yeah. And then the Waller thing came out. So maybe the Wallers, or are they Waller Plum, Plum Waller? Um, did something happen since? Was there a gigantic blow up? Like, get me out of here? Well, yeah, it seems like maybe that's what's being insinuated right now. Really? by By,
2: you know, Vic. Um, I don't know if that's the case. I think, I think it was more the things that you're talking about, including scheduling a wedding on the same day as another wedding that was massive kind of alienated the locker room a little bit. Um, Wait, and, that, that, that stuff's real? Of course. Real life counts? Of course. Oh, okay. Uh, and, but it was already there. I mean, you mentioned the stuff with Derek Carr and and other things that happened throughout the year of him choosing to go to the Aces game instead of the Raiders game. Um, it seemed like there was issues in the locker room kind of bubbling anyway. And the wedding thing kind of brought everything to a head and just said, all right, let's just move on from this. It seems like that's what happened. I, if you said, is the wedding the reason Darren Waller traded, I would say absolutely not. No. But is it a factor? Yeah, probably. Probably. But I think it was more of a symptom of everything else that was going on. Where it's like when, you know, when you feel like you like you're your own person in the locker room and you're kind of not part of the whole team, you will go and do something like scheduling a wedding on the same day as another wedding. Like that probably is the case. So I don't I don't think it was I don't think the wedding is the issue at all. Right. But it's part of it. It's a symptom.
1: All right, let's break it down. On the way back, Darren Waller off to the Giants. They don't get a whole lot for him. In return, a third round pick. It's a hell of a deal for the Giants if Darren Waller is good to go. Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ or tweet the show at Cofield Co.
2: Nation, y'all think I'm tripping? Y'all think I'm tripping? Look what Devontae's saying. Look what Devontae's saying. Hey, we win four or five games. It's our last season with Devontae Adams. Thanks a lot, Josh McPuss.
1: Hanging at the Battle Born Broadcast Center, it's
2: Cofield and Company.
1: McPuss. All right, I don't get it. I don't get it, but uh, that fan right there is not happy at all with what the Raiders have done, and that was before Darren Waller was shipped off. So Waller's off to the Giants. Jimmy G is now the quarterback. Jacoby Myers on a three-year deal, stealing him from the Pats, is coming along. Maybe Renfro's out. What's going to happen on the offensive line? You know, the Broncos spent all their money on the offensive line. Still waiting on the Raiders' offensive line. They just hired another defensive player. All the defensive players so far have been lower-priced guys, so I think we're kind of seeing a philosophy here, but I'm not going to guess at it because last year a lot of people were they're not going to do anything, and then all of a sudden they went out and got Chandler Jones for a boatload of money. Didn't work out the way they wanted it to, but moves galore today and uh, some pretty controversial ones. So Raiders in the center of the attention around the National Football League. We're still waiting on something from Aaron Rodgers. Nothing there. We were just talking about Darren Waller and just a weird mix this last year with Waller and the rest of the team. And now he's gone for a freaking third-round pick. Is that fair value? I mean, I think a lot of Raiders fans look at this and are like, what? Third round?
2: He makes a lot of money. He's not super young. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I can't imagine. If anybody, if anybody is suggesting, like, you could have got a lot more for him. I bet you couldn't. Mm. I'm sure is whatever you want to say about them. First of all, I don't think they're idiots. I think they're actually fairly smart. I just think they have a philosophy that a lot of people don't agree with. And I can't imagine that they called around like, oh, you'll offer a third. Oh, this other team's offering two firsts, but yeah, yeah. we're going to go with the third. Like it just, that doesn't you don't make think sense. two firsts were out there? No. And, and I also, you know, I've seen it posited. And I, I think that that it's very possible that the Raiders just did a couple of con- contract restructures this week. It's possible. Darren Waller said, no, no, no. You're me what you're paying me and yeah. I'm, I'm staying right here and then other teams around the league said well will he restructure the contract like no
1: okay well then a third round pick that's what you're getting for him right so this almost feels like more of a salary dump yeah yeah it's a when you're only to... getting when you're only getting a third back for a guy who when he's healthy is a top five tight end it seems that way for
2: sure and it's the what it's the canary of tony pick right so just being shopped around here a little bit.
1: So. How about that? The Giants <laughs> yeah. fans are freaking out of their gourds. Now, again, Waller has to play, but they're looking at this and they're like, wait, we turned Kadarius Tony into Darren Waller. I would also pump the brakes and say, wait a second, let's see what Kadarius Tony does with the Chiefs because they did some pretty good things with him. Yeah, They only had him for a couple of weeks, basically, before they got him in there and he became a pretty versatile weapon. Let, let's see what he turns into. But, in,
2: I mean, I, I'm sure that what Raiders fans would say is, so, in this whole mix, the Chiefs got Canaries, Tony, the Giants got Darren Waller, and we got a third round pick. Like, that's not great.
1: But they did get the salary off the books. And we're able to allocate it to another higher dollar wide receiver. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, giveaway time 364 1100. Two tickets to big league weekend. Second big league weekend is coming to Vegas. Royals and Rockies this weekend. We've got Saturday tickets, one o'clock Saturday tickets. It's a one o'clock first pitch. Ticketmaster.com. Royals and Rockies, 364-1100, 364-1100. Ari's got caller number seven right here because he's got the tickets. So, Big League Weekend, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. It's coming up over the weekend. So, the uh, the angry fan there, Colin McDaniels McPuss, was reacting to something that Devonte Adams put out, but I wasn't exactly sure if Adams was referencing Jimmy G. Well, he says he's not. Okay, since then, he says he's not. What'd you make of it? So, it's funny. The, literally, the, the
2: reasoning that Devontae gave, and I'll say it in a second, is what I said right away. So, Devontae put out a tweet that said, basically, some of you all are weird for not calling me and tra- contacting me or even acknowledging me for three weeks and then reaching out to me about this. And a lot of people said, whoa, he means the team. He means the Raiders haven't talked to him for three weeks. And now they're just going to ask him, hey, is this cool that we signed Jimmy G? And I said, it could just be random people or fringe friends. I took it as more random people, not the team. Well, that's what he said. So, But a lot of people said that the team just ignored him for three weeks and then reached out and said, hey, we're signing Jimmy G. Is that cool? I hadn't thought of that. And that's what a lot of people suspected. Uh, that Devontae put out and said, no, that's not what I was talking about. Just friends of mine, or not friends is not the right word, but people who have my number – I haven't heard from forever. And they're like, hey, is this true? You're getting GBG. What do you think? He's like, that's no, that's not how this works. I don't give you inside scoops when I'm not really your friend.
1: So Devante learning lessons on social media that sometimes messages can be or misunderstood. Or sometimes a lot of people do social media posts just to make them misunderstood. Mm.
2: What do you think? Josh Jacobs is doing it today. (laughs) What was Josh Jacobs doing? uh, he, He just sent a very, very cryptic, you know, you know, stuff makes, you know, this is sad. And then people are like, what? And he's like, no, this is not, I'm not talking about Darren Waller being traded. <laughs> like, what are you talking he's about? He's not. A- I think he's talking about his own situation. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: But again, it's, I mean, it's, you got to love it. Stuff. Social media has changed everything because yeah, you don't have access to guys. This gives you a little bit of access, but um, they can also tweet, post on Instagram, wherever else they want to go, and be a little bit tricky about it yeah yeah and and sometimes
2: be purposely vague yeah like there's a time I, I like it's not something I usually do but I've done it the people have done it like you just yeah. be super vague and sometimes you you have to like you can't say direct things about a situation but you can send something vague and have plausible deniability like that's possible it seems like that's what a lot of guys are trying to do here I I will say I I did talk to Jermaine Illuminor today and his tweet was about
1: what was his tweet <laughs> what did just- his tweet
2: say um he just said like weird 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 things going on whatever because he's not part of the team anymore he's a free agent and i don't think he's coming back uh at this point it doesn't seem like it so his was just kind of um you know another kind of vague thing and he said yeah it's weird like things are getting
1: weird um but people are just posting you know weird two 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 three word qu- tweets and posts i'm surprised jermaine didn't come across and say no that's not what i was talking about i was talking about uh my friend picked a weird final four cuz it just said bro what the blank yeah yeah, yeah. Or WTF. I don't know yeah. why I blanked an F. Pro WTF. And I think Jermaine's on his honeymoon right now, so I don't, that's kind of the weird one to say. Which, by but, the way, yeah.
2: so is Darren Waller. Is
1: that official? That well, Darren posted- Waller found out that he got – because there was a picture, on again, on social media. Was this a photo dump, as some called it? Are they on their honeymoon, Plum and Waller? Or they just got back. I mean, he sent it this Ooh. morning. Good times, baby.
2: Good times. I was
1: going to have a honeymoon period with the Giants. <laughs> Um, I was intentionally vague on a tweet I sent earlier today. Are you proud? No. I just said uh, I had seen a comment on Vic Tafer's whole thing about the double wedding, right, that there were some irked over the double wedding with Waller getting married on the same day as Max Crosby, Waller and Plum setting the date. Well, at least it came out late. And someone said uh, to Vic, come on, man, save this type of news for TMZ. This is some petty ass S. So I retweeted and said, this is what happens when Raiders fans and some radio hosts want to bury their heads in the sand. That's not, I don't think that's what. Ra- what radio host? Oh, okay. Somewhat vague, I guess. Yes. Who knows who it could be? Could be anyone. Could be anyone who says that double weddings on the same day, not a big deal. Or they don't want to hear about it like this person. The TMZ True. stuff. True. I, I got a text from some people because I was I was around a
2: group of people from another sport. Yes. When the uh, when the wedding stuff was out last week uh-huh. that I was you know obviously part of reporting on, and uh, they said they said is this like a real thing? And I said, well, I would predict that Darren Waller is traded. And I got a
1: bunch of texts from them today that said, wow, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't we think had, it's that surprising. We had we had discussed it on back to back days right before that combine weekend and said that this is this is high drama. This is real. This is going to be a problem on the heels of all the other problems. And Boy, what a what a what a freaking time around the NFL. We don't know what's going on with Lamar Jackson. He's tweeting. We don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Well, I don't know what. What does that even mean that he was tweeting last night? Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ, or tweet the show at Cofield and Co.
2: 133 million guaranteed when Kyler Murray is at 189.5 million guaranteed when the last quarterback is usually the dude that sets the market to some degree when you're sitting nearly 60 million less
1: in guaranteed dollars than a Kyler Murray which is considered a reasonable contract that is insulting now back to Cofield and Company in the Finley Toyota studio. studio by Stephen A's logic Is that insulting? He mentioned Kyler Murray at $189 million guaranteed. And that generally the next quarterback up gets the most money. Well, these guaranteed amounts are different than we've ever seen. This is a whole new thing. Doesn't mean that every quarterback from here is going to get guaranteed money. They're not going to get Deshaun Watson guaranteed money because that – blew every other deal out of the water with $230 million guaranteed. I would push back on Stephen A and say that I don't think a lot of people do regard Kyler Murray getting $189 million guaranteed as setting a new market or that most agree with that. I don't agree with that. I thought that deal was weird. Now that all said, Lamar Jackson deserves as much respect as those other two guys got. In fact, more but I don't know if that means there's going to be a, a payday. And, and Lamar tweeted out yesterday, and I wish, or this morning, I wish he would stop doing this. And I guess if it's okay that Aaron Rodgers, well, it's not okay that Aaron Rodgers does it because he's just playing games. And I guess maybe Lamar's doing the same thing. But I mean I've been saying it for a week. I to me $133 million guaranteed. And Lamar pretty much confirmed that he was offered three years, $133 million guaranteed. With what? What was the upper limit of the deal? That's what he's denying, right? That there was a, right. like a lot more beyond the 133. Right. That's the, the, the Ravens were pitching it
2: as through the media as 200 million guaranteed. And he said it was three, 133 right. guaranteed, which we do know there's a difference between guaranteed and fully guaranteed. Like we've learned that we know that. What's the difference? Uh, well, guaranteed is basically, well, if he makes it this long, he'll make at least this much money. Fully guaranteed is, Hey, you're getting this, whether you're playing or not or on the team or not. And Watson fully
1: guaranteed. Yeah. Fully guaranteed. Do you know Mari? Putting you on the spot. No. Of the 189? No. Yeah, fully guaranteed is a lot different. Yeah. So is the 133 fully guaranteed? And there- if it is, there's really no market around the National Football League. With some teams, I mean, you're starting to look up here, and you're like, who's playing quarterback for some of these teams? And in the case of the Jets, Jets are now going to bend over backwards for a guy who's very flighty. And they already got Lazard. At, I guess a market deal. They could be going out and buying more for Rodgers to entice Rodgers. And honestly, he may be a one-year player. Yeah. So you go through all this instead of, and you have to give up two first round picks and there's, I guess there's more risk because of the total amount of money, but instead of making a run at Lamar Jackson, it's interesting. Yeah. And it's,
2: you know, when like, like it's to me, it's pretty clear. And again, I've seen, you know, the, the, the pushback on the, you know, it's not collusion thing by saying you really think all 31 owners got on the phone and said, you don't have to. Like, it's understood. They've had the discussion before that they were all upset with how Deshaun Watson's contract was done. Every other team was Matt, not every, several teams expressed anger at how Deshaun Watson's deal was done. Not because, hey, they're they're getting better, but because, hey, that's a really bad precedent. The, the Bengals were leaking out just crazy things about, hey, do you understand we have to do this Joe Burrow deal now with you in the same state doing this contract?
1: Which my response as a Browns fan and the Browns organization would be good. Good. That's part of the game. Yeah. But, but, so, so I brought, by the way, I brought it up last week and I'll bring it up again. I don't think the Steelers are set at quarterback at all. No. And I, I would be as a Steeler fan. I would be all about guaranteeing Lamar Jackson 150 sure. million. Sure, go go a little above the Ravens. Maybe there's some personal feelings. And you know what, Ravens, up yours. Pay, yeah. Pay, play the game. Pay,
2: or we get them. And and there it, it is tricky because I think I do think there's a lot of teams that that understand, which is what I said from the beginning, that Baltimore ran into this negotiation, yeah. and they said hey, we're going nowhere. Let's just let some other team set the market. market, And then we'll just match it. So there's a lot of teams that are thinking, we're just going to sign this contract and then they're just going to match it so we're doing their negotiations for them. So that is part of this. But you have to at least kick the tires. The thing that really bothered me about the situation is how literally they put the tag on him and within 10 minutes, there's six reporters that are like, this team's out, this team's out, this team's out, this team's out. Quarterback needy teams. Like You've decided that quickly? We're out. Okay. There seems something suspicious about that.
1: Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve Cofield and at Adam Hill LVRJ. Or tweet the show at Cofield and Co. Okay. Breaking news. Garoppolo is a Raider. This is where the NFL is great. I can't wait to watch Garoppolo with the Raiders. I, I'm very interested. He's gone from Belichick to Kyle Shanahan to a stacked offense. I mean, garoppolos it's, he's got like the trifecta of breaks. And I like him, but
2: sometimes people have a lucky charm. Hanging at the Battle Born Broadcast Center, it's Cofield and Company.
1: Technically didn't. By the way, Colin really loves Jimmy G. That's what he's talking about. Loves car too. Um, you can hear Colin over on Fox Sports Las Vegas 1340 and 98.9 FM. Technically, didn't Jimmy G choose the last two? Like he chose to sign a massive extension with the Niners. He could have balked at that. Sure. It's good money. Sure. It's first big deal. And he just chose to go to the Raiders. It was interesting the way he put that, talking about come to a loaded team.
2: Yeah. Raiders have
1: lots of weapons, they still need to fix the O line, though. She just said loaded offense. The offensive line was fine last year.
2: Okay. Middle of the pack. All right. Are you good moving forward with it like this? Well, no, because the, the one of the reasons that the line was okay last year was because Jermaine Illuminor had one of the best seasons of his career. He graded out very, very well and was a very serviceable player. And it and people were still trashing him as if it was him of the past. Like, they didn't weren't paying attention to the fact that he was playing well last year. He had too many penalties, but for the most part, he – Played out very well, and I thought he played at a pretty high level. Now they're losing him. And so, you know, going back to Brandon Parker, which we'll see how that works out, but he showed some promise when he was around. So um, it'll be interesting to, you know, to see how the offensive line is kind of restructured. But yeah, it, it's it's a loaded offense, not a loaded
1: team, I would say. Adam Hill, Steve Cofield, Cofield and Company. We were just talking about uh, Con Cowherd's show, and the co host of the show is Jason McIntyre. We'll get to the Raiders in a couple minutes, but I wanted to bring him in to talk about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Jason, how you doing, buddy?
0: <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers. Geez, I'm, I'm great. Uh, how, any any yeah. updates on Aaron?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm with you. A I'm a Jets fan, and yeah. uh, we're sitting here waiting. And, I, and in the meantime, here's the great thing. Uh, Jason is now just brawling all day with other Jets fans on Twitter. Yeah,
0: you know, it's what, what's your vibe on the divide over Rodgers? At, I'll say after the demand where he, he has to get Randall Cobb because obviously you've got to get the immortal Randall Cobb and then he wants to bring on Mercedes Lewis. And I need you to go after Odell Beckham. After you saw the demands, I saw like a 70-30, we do not want him from Jets fans. What about you?
1: Which is stupid. Honestly, which is stupid. Oh. Give give him oh. most of what he wants. But then the most important thing is, Aaron, and he can't commit to anything, we need to get two years <laughs> out of here. We're going to do all this. you got to be with us for two years.
0: And you think you can get him a commitment from Aaron Rodgers for two years? No! I, mean, I don't
1: think he knows no! where he's going to be in nine months. I know it's insanity, but you're still on the side. It's better to get him than to be in quarterback limbo for a few more years.
0: And so, okay, I would, if you, if you can get a two year commitment and you're certain it's going to be two. Yeah. Let's go for it. Now I I can't get on board with this Odell Beckham. He's not better than Garrett Wilson. I like the Lazard pickup. I do want to say this whole, uh, this whole, like I'm going to announce it on a former punters
1: YouTube show.
0: Does this not feel like a poor man's decision? Remember LeBron when he did that?
1: Wait a second. Yes. That, that, this, this might be the wrong show to take shots at McAfee. My guy Adam Hill here loves, loves no, McAfee. I'm not,
0: I don't think that's a shot at McAfee. I mean, he's got a popular show when Rodgers is on it. But, you call, you call you know, him a is, former it?
2: punter's YouTube show.
0: Boy, that's accurate. He's a former punter. He has a show on YouTube. <laughs> it's not like it's a TV show sure. or a radio show, is it? I don't think it's on radio anymore. He, he did a post it's on... That's a pretty um, big show, though. Yeah. Is that is that, that comes off as a shot
1: a little bit, a little bit. yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> I uh, mean you're uh, on a big show
0: unintended <laughs> I've never met McAfee don't know anything about the guy yeah,
1: yeah. if you if you want to if you want to punch what per, uh, people could perceive as down you could do it I think it's kind of punching no uh, come laterally. on
0: down the guy he's making what 10 million dollars a year from gambling companies.
2: I ain't making that <laughs> you know yeah. I, think it, I think it's 30 I think, it's, I think it might be 30 it, it might be more <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. I mean, wow, I, I just tossed that out there.
0: She's 30 mil. All right. I, I man. Hey man, I'll jump off a boat into the water for 30 mil. That's what he did. Right. <laughs> yes.
1: I'm, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you though on the, the oddity that is Aaron Rodgers and the way he operates. And I, that that's going to be, I think he'll be fine on the field. I just wonder how he's going to operate around the New Jersey and New York media.
0: Oh yeah. That, that's going to go swimmingly. Of course. Right. I mean, they never <laughs> ask any hard questions. They don't try to stir up any controversy. Uh it was Mark Sanchez dating some models, it was Sam Darnold getting mono from some college kid, uh you know, hooking up at bars, it was Far with you all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's always something. It's Zach Wilson cheating on his girlfriend with his friend, his mom's friend. You know, it's always some drama. And and you know, Aaron Rodgers is basically a diva drama queen at this point, is he not? A
1: little bit. So what's the backup plan here? Is it are you fine if uh if they can't get this done, are you fine just going, Hey, there's going to be a bridge. I'm not sure what the bridge is, too, but you know, Andy Dalton is going to be the quarterback for the year. Absolutely
0: not. I would throw a hail mary <laughs> to the Rams for Stafford. I would say, listen, I know you guys are trying to clear cap room, and Stafford would not renegotiate his deal. We'll take him off your hands. I know he's coming off an injured year, 35. Uh, I think Stafford is a professional quarterback. Uh, unlike Aaron Rodgers, Stafford doesn't create drama everywhere he goes. Uh, he's got like a family, so he's rooted. He's not going to be you know goofing around and, and like enjoying the page six life. Um, I would go Stafford. I think my backup, I'm putting all my chips in the middle for 26-year-old Lamar Jackson. I know Woody's never going to do it, but uh, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, you can't give him fully guaranteed." Well, the Browns are desperate. Wouldn't you say the Jets are desperate?
1: <laughs> what do you think the hesitation around the league is on Lamar Jackson?
0: That's a great question. I almost feel and I'm not going to use the word collusion, but I think some of these owners don't want to be the one to shell out the fully guaranteed. The Browns owners then been ostracized. They hate him. They all bash him. Wouldn't the move be, let's just say, I'm just going to pick the Tennessee Titans, say we will offer Lamar Jackson. It won't happen, but I'll just use the Titans. We'll offer him the full max. Come on down. Here's our first two picks, Baltimore. Do you think the Ravens would go, well, if you put it that way, we have no backup plan. Um, we will match what you guys did, and we didn't offer him the fully guaranteed. You did. We're just matching what you did. We're not setting the market. You did so. Baltimore would then punt uh, blame on the fully guaranteed and put it on whoever offers him the fully guaranteed. Does that make what any sense? What do you sense? think, Adam?
1: What, uh, yeah. it makes sense. I actually I think the Ravens actually have the sack to say, you know, what we're not doing it. But we're out of the Lamar Jackson business. I think they could back out. Do you think they're going to go with him? I, I, mm. I, think, well, yeah, the, I
0: think. the more I, interesting I think is what if nobody offers and he's yeah. got to play on that thirty-two million dollar deal? And I know thirty-two million. I'm just throwing around big numbers, but. Daniel Jones just, I think, is making like $39 million. Now, Peter King had an interesting note like 10 days ago, good luck trying to get Lamar Jackson to play on a $32 million contract. At that point, does Lamar say, you guys clearly don't want me. Nobody around the league wants me. I'll sit out this season. I'm not playing. Is that, is that too far-fetched? I mean, We're, we're talking about a guy. Uh, I, I had a guy on my podcast who was from the Baltimore region. He said, Jason, the kicker on the Baltimore Ravens makes more money in ads locally, regionally, than Lamar Jackson. Like, he just doesn't care about all this regional money and the ads. He's not doing any of that stuff. Justin Tucker is making more in commercials than Lamar Jackson regionally. And it's like, maybe he is that different, and he just doesn't care. I, I, I don't know what's going on with the guy, but, I mean, do you think he's playing for 32 mil next year?
2: No, and I think all it, could do, all it would do is get him healthier, too. He could take a year to yeah. just, just heal up, work out, uh, and – he's already seen, like, missing two years doesn't really matter. Deshaun Watson still got his contract, so uh, of yeah. people are going to stop clamoring for him. So it would make some sense. But, yeah, I do think going back that part of this is Baltimore just pushing off their negotiations to somebody else because they're going to match whatever is, whatever is out there. And so they're like, all right, set the market for us, and then we'll just match it. And as you said, we don't have to be the ones that paid guaranteed money and made everybody mad like the Browns did because clearly the Browns upset a lot of people with the contract they gave Deshaun Watson.
0: Yeah. Hey, let me just add one other thing. A lot of Jets fans are like, "Well, you know what? We could just trot out Zach Wilson and Tank." Like, that's just there's zero chance of that. Uh, Robert Sala will be fired. Joe Douglas will be fired. Both of them will be canned. There's no way they're going into the season with no quarterback. Right? Uh, there's zero chance they survive if the Jets go three and whatever. Now the next coach would love it because you get his crack at Caleb Williams, and you got a quarterback on a rookie deal, and you're in business with Brees Hall and Wilson, etc.
1: Jason McIntyre is with us from the herd. He does the uh, Straight Fire podcast. All right, we got to get your reaction before you get out of here on the Raiders because this was a crazy day with the Raiders. Darren Waller goes bye bye for a third to the Giants.
0: Yeah, what what is this I'm seeing that Waller could have been had for a second by the Packers? It was close to happening last year, and now they only get a third. Who's negotiating there? What's going on in that McDaniel's front in his front office? I... I'm not entirely sure, but it it doesn't. I know this is going to sound crazy. It doesn't sound like a massive loss given his age, the injuries the last two years. Uh, Moreau has really done well in his stead. And you've got a ton of other weapons Devontae Adams, uh, Hunter Renfro. uh, By the way, who has the best nickname in the league? Hunter Third and Renfro. I I love that app. Absolutely love it. Uh, They picked up another receiver. They got a good quarterback, Josh Jacobs.
1: Like, they got an offense.
0: I think the problem is their division, guys. Uh, are, Are they. Anything but the worst team in that division next year?
1: Let me go back and, and comment or get your follow-up on they have a good quarterback, you think? Jimmy G? You're not a fan? I don't trust him to play enough that he's going to have a big impact. So yeah. I really think yeah. they're going to need a, a good backup quarterback, which is not a great situation if you pay the starter $22.5 million.
0: Yeah, but 22 dollars feels like a bargain for a guy. It, here's the big question. What does McDaniels want him to do? Do you want him to play in the system and make easy throws? Uh, because he can do that. Now, is he going to be chucking it deep down the field to uh, Devontae Adams the way Carr was? No. I don't think his arm's capable of that. I saw a stat that the only deep pass outside of the hash marks that the 49ers completed last season was by Brock Purdy. Like, Garoppolo played multiple games. He just can't. He doesn't have the arm. So it's got to be the short stuff, which may work in McDaniel's system. Remember, McDaniel's made Mac Jones a playoff quarterback. A couple years ago. Now, they didn't win their game. They got blasted by Buffalo, but they got to the playoffs. I think they got way better weapons than Mac Jones had back then. I, I think there's at least a 7 8 9 win team. And if things break your way, maybe you sneak into the playoffs. It sounds like you guys are down on Jimmy
1: G. Actually, I haven't even talked to my partner yet because we didn't talk yesterday. You, you like the Jimmy G pickup or not? Uh, I think it's fine. I mean, yeah, that's it. it it's, it's, it's fine. It's, <laughs> but it's part, of, it's part of who they draft, right? It's, <laughs> yeah, right.
2: it's part of who, who they draft. Who did you want? Uh, well, I, I want them to just tear it out. I want Caleb Williams. I think they should just tank yeah. every game. But, uh, yeah, I think it's part of whoever they draft and being a bridge. And I think that they believe Jimmy Garoppolo is a better mentor than Derek Carr would have been, uh, probably be much more helpful to the to, to whatever rookie they bring in to try to be the quarterback of the future. And um, that from that perspective, it probably makes sense. And Garoppolo has been in that situation before with San Francisco and was supposedly pretty good with the young guys. So, you know, I think that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I love the idea of tear it down. I think any armchair quarterback does. The thing is, if McDaniels says, hey, guys, let's tear it down, we'll, you know, we'll win two or three games, I don't think McDaniels would survive that, do you? I mean, no, by the I end of the season, you'll have nobody no, at
2: home games. He needed to go to Mark and get an extension and say, we're, you know, we're going to do this, but we're going to need to guarantee we're here in three years when we're, when we're building back up.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple teams where, you know, it just doesn't make sense to get a good quarterback. I I mean, go get a guy like Marcus Mariota. I think somebody grabbed him. But you know what? I feel like Andy Dalton. Try your best, and when it goes sour, you know what? Got everything else ready. You slide the quarterback in, and boom, you're on on the road to success. But, you know, easier said than done without job security.
2: I do have bad news for you guys that Andy Dalton is a Carolina Panther now, so.
0: Oh, is, oh, it a, is okay. that did I miss that in the last yeah, couple
2: just, hours? It, it, in the last Wait. like ten minutes, yeah, it just happened.
0: So who who is the Carolina Panthers quarterback room? Andy Dalton. Um, do they still have Matt Corral, or do they sell him? I thought they
1: were trying to. He's, offer on, him he's him. on the he's on the block, and whoever the number one pick is. Well, PJ, Walker you forget about PJ Walker? I think we can forget about P.J. Sure. Walker. <laughs> I
0: think he's been forgotten. Uh, I think they're, they're, they're if memory on. serves, Adam, you, you, do you have the odds for first pick in front of you right
2: now? And uh, uh, um, C.J. Stroud is a massive favorite.
0: Right, right, right. So this time last year, Aiden Hutchison was, the, was a massive favorite. And I said on Cal Herd Show this morning, I said, guys, think about this. Would you trade up all that they did and a good wide receiver? I mean, he's not top 10, but he's a top 20 wide receiver in the league for C.J. Stroud. Would you do it for Bryce Young? I think the Panthers are doing it for Anthony Richardson. And I know that sounds crazy. He's not ready. He started 12 games, 13 games. You've got a coach in Frank Reich who knows of all the quarterbacks in this draft, he's got the most upside. I think any uh, Daniel Jeremiah, all these guys would say he's got the biggest upside. Bryce Young, probably the best floor because he's a good quarterback. He's tiny. And C.J. Stroud, like, eh, Ohio State quarterback. Look at the wide receivers he's going to. Two years ago, he had Smith the Jigba, who's going to be a top 20 pick. And then you got Marvin Harrison, who's probably top five pick next year. Like, I like Stroud, but I think they went up to get Anthony Richardson. Now, if you're there and you want to put twenty bucks on Anthony Richardson, what is he? Plus four hundred? Plus five hundred, maybe? If you if you want to go ahead and do that, and next time I come to Vegas, I'll either pay you the twenty bucks or I'll collect the
1: <laughs> There you go. Jason, we appreciate the time today. Thanks for joining us. We'll we'll talk to you soon, okay?
0: All right, fellas.